0: This episode is made possible by Armoire. Armoire makes getting dressed easy. month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. I love wine,
1: but sometimes it can get really expensive, which is why I'm so excited that today's episode is brought to you by Last Bottle Wines. If you don't know, they're a Napa-based online wine shop with a twist. They offer just one hand-picked wine per day until it sells out, which is often in hours. So new day, new wine, always at incredible prices. We're talking 30 to 70% off retail. And the best part is that there's no subscriptions, no fees, and no minimum purchase. Just a daily email with a really great wine. They're offering Datable listeners 10% off your first order with code Datable. And now is such a great time to join as their marathon sale is coming up on March 28th and 29th. They flip that one-day rule on its head and offer back-to-back deals which means that wines are only up on the site for a couple minutes at a time and shipping is 100% free. They send us a mini marathon package of some of their favorites and let me tell you, they were delicious. Sign up at lastbottlewines.com and use the code datable, and find out why Last Bottle is the most fun way to discover and buy amazing wine.
0: The DATEABLE podcast features real stories from real people of how they make modern dating work or not. I'm your host Yue, former dating coach turned dating insider, if you will. On each episode, you'll hear commentary from my producer Julie Krafchick and other surprise co-hosts. This episode of Dateable is brought to you by 500 Brunches. 500 Brunches connects like-minded people with similar interests to meet in real life over brunch. You answer a quick questionnaire about your interests and how you spend your time, and then they'll match you in small groups of six to eight at a brunch spot in San Francisco. Get a free entry into a brunch now by signing up at 500brunches.com and using the code DATEABLE. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of DATEABLE, a show all about modern dating. Happy New Year, everyone. Before we start season eight, we have two special episodes for you guys that are, I guess you can see them as interim episodes where we get everyone off to a good start for 2019. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) So this episode, we're going to talk about the top five dating resolutions we should have for the new year. And it's all based on what we've learned in the past. Yeah. Yep. So let's start with number five. I like this one a lot. Quality over quantity. People always feel like it's a numbers game. Dating is a numbers game. The more people you go on dates with, the better your chances are of finding someone you really click with. Well, we actually disagree with that. I think it's more about how you connect with someone and the quality of the dates that you go on. I know so many people who go on these like random coffee dates or or drink dates that last maybe an hour and they walk away feeling blah. And totally. that's how you get dating fatigue, right, Julie?
1: Yeah, I think also like if you're – It's all about your mindset. So Mm -hmm. like going on one really great date that you're excited about, that you're in like an environment that's warranting like kind of that intimate behavior. I think that's a lot better than going on like 10 coffee dates that don't go anywhere.
0: Absolutely. And the problem with when you date too many people or when you pack your days with so many dates is that. Once you're on one date, you're thinking about the next, right? Totally. And so so you don't think about how special this date is when you're, like, anxious about the next date you have. And I always think of my friend Brooke in New York who went on, like— 5,000 Tinder dates or something like that and she was single for a long time because once she was on one date she was thinking about what her Friday looked like and how she didn't want any downtime so she was like trying to pack it in and at the end of the day guess what she found her now husband um, on an off day when she had no dates planned (laughs) and she was just at a bar with friends.
1: Yeah I remember Jenna also saying on one of our episodes the one with Empire Strikes Back Mm -hmm. about like what was missing in today's dating world was, like, this, like, getting ready and getting excited for, like, the big date, like, Mm -hmm. because people think they're so dispensable and, like, people don't want to get their hopes up and they don't want to do all this stuff, which makes sense. Yeah. But at the same time, by not, like, treating it like something big, it also makes it, like, not have that same quality.
0: Yeah. I would encourage everyone to go on these dates, like, how you would want someone to date you. So do you want to be just a number on someone's right. list or do you want to be, like, the date that right. they have planned for that week?
1: And I think I could hear people being like, well, I don't want to get dressed up for, like, someone that might not pan out. But there could be also, like, uh, conversations ahead of time. like Yeah, filter them. Yeah, like, I think there's ways to make it that, like, you're setting yourself up for
0: success. yep. And that leads us to resolution number four, which is seize the moment more. I think... We are so dependent on these dating apps. And, you know, two years ago, we were looking at a lot of dating fatigue. And I think last year for the the seasons that we did, it seemed like people were getting off the dating apps and trying to meet people in real life. We're like trying to get back to the old school way of meeting people. And one way I really liked our guest Amanda presented it. She was like. If I'm somewhere and I see a cute guy and we make eye contact, that is my moment. That is my moment to go talk to him and meet him. Because who knows if I'll ever see him again. Right. She was like, what do I have to lose, basically? There is absolutely nothing nothing to lose. What is wrong with approaching another human being and saying hi to them? Yeah, I
1: think seize the moment can mean some other things too. Like if you're on a dating app and you're talking to someone or you're a woman and want to make the first move, like go for it.
0: Yeah. You know, when dating apps first came out, I think this paradox of choice was such a conundrum for people because you always felt like you had better options waiting for you. But I think in the last two years, people have really realized just because there's an abundance of options on these dating apps, it doesn't mean that they're all right for you. So if you do find someone that you're like remotely interested or attracted to, seize that moment and try to develop it versus trying to think about the next swipe. And
1: I think, like, men, too, can get in their heads, like, oh, I don't want to ask out too soon – And then there's, like, this misread that the woman's, like, why isn't this person asking me out? So I'd say to either party, just, like, go for it. Like, if someone presents, like, an indicator that there's a green light, like, it doesn't have to be the first message that comes out. But if you're talking for someone, like, people will make hints if they want to, like, meet up. And if not, like, end the conversation and be like, let's meet up sometime.
0: So, Julie, you know that I have a fake dating profile for research purposes, and I'm totally fine telling you guys. And the reason why I have this dating profile is because I want to see how people meet these days. I'm not using these uh, these dating apps for my own personal purposes anymore. But what I found is nobody does an ask out. It's like maybe 15% of know, people do an like ask out.
1: Weird lingering convo for a lot of time. Yeah. It's so
0: odd because you have all that momentum in that first like hour that you're talking yeah. and then it just dies down yeah. the next day and then it literally dies. You really have
1: to do it in that first hour.
0: But you know I tried this experiment where I would ask the guys out pretty soon and they would always come back and say wow that was really aggressive of you or I've never had this happen so soon. It's like People are taken aback by it. So if you do seize the moment and ask someone out, then you actually stand out from the crowd. All right. Another way to stand out from the crowd is our resolution number three. Make more eye contact. Julie, I cannot tell you how many times a day I would interact with so many people and I forget. Get what they look like because yeah. I actually I didn't make eye contact with yeah. them. We're so in our own
1: worlds. This is a good one too because it can be on different levels. Like I think like um, what Amanda was saying, like it's a really great way to kind of make that first move at a bar by having eye contact because then at least you've kind of established that you both have an interest before yeah. going in cold. But then also I feel like if you're showing up to dates, like making eye contact shows like a presence. Yeah. So I think it's it's in all stages of like the initial meet and then also like when you're actually starting to date and get to know someone
0: yeah And even if you're not romantically interested in someone, try to just make eye contact with them as practice. The other day, I practiced trying to make eye contact with every person I came in contact with. So going to Starbucks, saying thank you to the barista, making eye contact with them. And you know what? It was scary. Yeah. It was scary because that's like a moment. That's a moment of like seeing someone. But I don't know if you've ever had a conversation with someone that looks
1: down oh. when they're talking. And That's I think it, it almost, it comes off that they like, Does there's something wrong with you. Even yeah. though it's really about them and yeah. like them being like insecure or like uncomfortable. Yeah. But it kind of makes them, f- it feel like there's like this air of like arrogance in a way. Yeah. Like I don't need to look at you. And it doesn't feel like they're present with you and connecting. Yeah. So I think like if you know that habit of yourself to be really conscious, of it and then also like if you see it happening with other people maybe they feel that way but there's also a better chance that they're just not aware of it so like kind of trying to like give meet people to where they are and like try to like maintain eye contact with them and see if that helps let them more be,
0: be more comfortable I think it's absurd that on a daily basis we're in close quarters with other people and have no idea who they are, have yeah. no idea what they're saying, what they look like, what their personality is like. You, I'm sure you've all written Uber pools and Lyft oh, yeah. lines and not have have no idea who the other people in the car look like at all because yeah. you don't even look
1: at them. Yeah, that is a. That's a great example.
0: (laughs) It's time to take a quick break so we can tell you about our current sponsor, Audible. What would it look like if we all listened more? Listening to audiobooks inspires us, motivates us, even brings us closer. And there's no better place to listen than Audible. You get access to an unbeatable selection of audiobooks, including bestsellers, motivation, mysteries, thrillers, memoirs, and more. We've really been enjoying our subscription to Audible, listening to our past guest, Dr. Alexandra Solomon's book called Love. Bravely, and so many other books as well. We get to choose three titles every month—one audiobook and two Audible originals you can't hear anywhere else. And the best part is that you can listen on any device, anytime, anywhere—at home, at the gym, on your commute, or just on the go. Get started with a 30-day trial when you go to audible.com/dateable or text datable to 500-500 and listen for a change. Again, that's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E or text DATEABLE to 500-500 to get started. Now, back to the show. Resolution number two, expand your type. I feel like we say this every mm-hmm. year, but I want to really drive this home because our friends who've gotten married or are in relationships have always ended up with people. I never pictured them with Yeah, because they always dated a certain type. And all of a sudden they meet someone who's like, I've never, I didn't picture you with this person. And they end up with this person. It just shows you that we only know what we know. Yep. So the people you've dated in the past, yes, you were attracted to them. There's a pattern, but there's also a pattern to why they didn't work out. Right. I feel like the person you are meant to be with may not be someone that you've met already.
1: We talked about this on Margot and Elisa's episode as well, that it's like, some of it's like, is this your own preference? Or is it a preference that's been kind of, given by society and, like, how you grew up? Like, is it just, like, the people you're used to? Like... Where is this really coming from and kind of trying to be a little more open mm-hmm. might open some doors.
0: You know, in our season finale for season seven, um, we talked about the, the episode called Marriage 101. We talked about social constructs. When you react a certain way to something where you have an um, affinity towards something, it's better to question why and where it comes from. Yeah. So when you know your type and you think about, like, your, the, your patterns of dating the same person... Instead of saying, like, I should just keep dating this person, you should ask, why? Where does this come from? Where does this stem from? Is it is this something that, like, I've developed over time? Or is this something that was, like, given to me, you know, right. by, by culture and society? So it's always good to learn about yourself, why you have a certain type. And it's always good to push yourself out of your comfort zone. And that's how you grow as a person, too. And that brings us to resolution number one. We need to connect more. I feel like all of these really lead to this one point. We need to make more connections. And one way to make more connections is asking the why. You know, in addition to asking the why with other people, you ask the why with yourself. And that's how you connect with yourself, too.
1: Yeah. I think that, like, staying in the moment, too. Mm. Like, if you're, like, on your phone or, like, distracted by other people, like, it's really hard to connect with someone. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you can kind of pretend in a way like that's the only person that yeah. is in the place at that time, like that really can help you like zero in on each other and have that point of connection.
0: So some ways to really connect with someone on a date, whether you you feel attraction towards them or not, it doesn't yeah. matter because right. you are giving them your time and they're giving you their time, right? So use that time to make a human connection. And one way to, to do that is to get rid of all that anxiety about what you're doing after this date and what you're doing tomorrow, your to-do list. Be in the moment and say, what makes this person tick? I want to know. Why did you choose to go on this date? Why did you choose this city to live in? Why did you choose a career path that you've taken? All these whys will lead to a human connection. You're going to walk away from that date feeling a lot more productive and a lot more like I am a human being and I met another human being, not a drone. Okay, so Julie was laughing at me earlier because we were talking about my mom's friend who over uh, over the holidays told me that I needed to be in the moment more by appreciating each moment that I have. And he said one way he does this is taking like having a meal, for example, where he chews everything 30 times and every chew he's feeling gratitude towards his food. I some of you probably already do this as like mindful eating, but this like mindfulness of being in the moment really helps you connect to the world and to your environment and that's also going to help you connect with other people All right, so that concludes our top 5 dating resolutions for 2019 I feel really good about this year right yeah I think it's going to be a good year I feel like that at the end of 2018 people were so open to finding solutions yeah as opposed to just complaining yeah there was less negativity yeah I agree I agree so we're optimistic about 2019 and we want to hear some of your dating resolutions too so l- definitely let us know reach out to us on a dateablepodcast.com okay we're gonna wrap up this episode it was a quickie but a goodie and we'll be back next week with a fun episode too until then guys we're still booking guests for season eight if you would like to be a guest on our show or know someone who'd be a good guest definitely reach out to us yeah on that note stay, stay dateable. dateable happy new year Also, visit the site today to see the latest about coaching, where we connect you with Datable-approved experts to help with everything from dating profile reviews, coaching, and even gathering real feedback about your dating style in a personalized and affordable way. To connect with us, visit datablepodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all under Datable podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and auto-download the podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcast player so you never miss an episode.